Hello and welcome to the Collins Hill Bible Broadcast. I am so thankful that you've taken time to join us today. As we continue in our study of the book of Mark, I encourage you to grab your Bible and join me here. Mark chapter number one. We're going to be looking at part three of our series um, here in the book of Mark on the men of Jesus Christ. Here in verses 16 through 20, we see the call of the first disciples of Jesus. The disciples of Jesus here in his earthly ministry being Peter and Andrew, a set of brothers, and James and John, the other set of brothers. And we see these men were called to discipleship and to follow after Jesus Christ. So I want us to look here, verses 16 through 20. I want to read them again. The Bible says, Now as he walked, that's Jesus, by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And Jesus said unto them, Come ye after me, and I will make you to become fishers of men. And straightway they forsook their nets and followed him. And when he had gone a little further thence, he saw James the son of Zebedee and John his brother, who also were in the ship mending their nets. And straightway he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the ship with the hired servants and went after him. Here uh, today, I want us to notice these men and their soul winning. You know, the Bible records for us that he that wins souls is wise. It also records for us that if we're going to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, that we are going to have to be fishers of men. Jesus used fishing, something that these four men were very familiar with. It was their livelihood that they had. They are now giving up to follow after Jesus Christ. But we see uh, here that Jesus is using fishing and the act of fishing to illustrate his point of what it means to be a disciple, what it means to be a soul winner. So uh, first that we think we had noticed previously is their surrender, how they surrendered to the Lord, but also we noticed their source. And the last time in this fact that their source was a person and that was Jesus, and their source has power that Jesus makes you. We we noticed that we nobody is a self-made disciple, that Jesus makes us his disciples when we submit to his will will. And when we, in our own free will, decide to follow after Jesus Christ. And so today, as we look at their soul winning, I want you to notice, first of all, the first thing we're going to notice is their uh, the action that was required, the action required. Notice here in verse 16, we see, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea. That word casting there, that, that's the action required. Notice casting, it means to throw forward. It means to throw forward with some level of determination. Well, when I go fishing, I don't know about you, but I like to catch something. And so when I throw my line out into the water, I am throwing it out determined to catch something. Now, whether I catch something or not, that's up to the fish, I reckon. But um, there is a determination that I have when I cast my line into the water. I want to catch something. And we see here that these men, that there was an action required. It was to cast. And can I tell you today that if we're going to be a soul winner, then we're going to have to put in the work. We're going to have to be determined to witness to people. You know, there was a there was a belief that went around many years ago, and it probably is still pretty prevalent today, but it was called lifestyle witnessing or lifestyle Christianity. Basically, what that meant is, well, I'm not going to tell anybody about Jesus. I'm just going to let them look at my life and, and, you know, and let them come to me and ask questions. Well, that's all fine and good. The only problem is that that's not what the Bible teaches. Now, should people be able to look at us and notice that we're Christians? Absolutely. But is that the only way in which we're supposed to witness to people? 
No, absolutely not. We're supposed to give tracts out. We're supposed to give the gospel out, give Bibles out. We're supposed to tell our friends and our family and our coworkers and say, look, listen, the Bible says that you are a sinner and in need of a Savior. And Jesus Christ is that Savior. He came to this earth. He lived a perfect life. He was God manifested in the flesh. He died on the cross. He paid for our sin. He was buried and he rose again on the third day, conquering death on the grave. And if you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone, and his shed blood on the cross, you can be saved. We see that there must be a action. There, there needs to be a determination to tell others about Jesus Christ. Just as these men with a determination to catch fish and would cast their net, we too need to cast the message of Jesus Christ and the gospel to men, women, boys, and girls everywhere we go and tell them that there is a Savior, that judgment is coming. Coming, and that Jesus is coming soon and they must be born again. So we not only see the action required, but I want you to notice the area covered. The area covered. Now, I know this may be something uh, maybe a little more uh, devotional or application-wise here, but I do believe that it's an important part to uh, recognize. Notice it says his brother, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, verse 16, casting a net into the sea. Okay, I know this is very elementary, but can you and I win souls to Christ if we never go fishing? Can we win souls for Christ if we never go onto the sea to catch fish? Would Simon and Andrew ever have caught a fish if they stayed on dry land 35 miles inland with no water around? Of course not. You see, if we're going to win souls, we have to make the determination to go out into the sea where they are. You and I, it's very difficult to win souls if we're at home alone by ourselves and we don't contact anybody. It's impossible to do so. We need to go out into the sea, this area that was covered. We need to go out into the sea and win souls to Jesus Christ. And so I wonder, what is your sea? Is it your family? Is it your workplace? You know, God has given us a responsibility to preach the gospel to every nation. The Bible says in Matthew 28, to go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. He says in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. You know what Jerusalem, and Judea, and Samaria, and the uttermost part of the earth have in common? They are all someone's sea. They are all someone's mission field. Can I tell you that our friends, our family, they are our mission field. They are the sea that we need to go fishing in. We see the area that is covered. Not only do we see the area covered, but we see lastly here the accustomed task. The accustomed task. Now, this is very elementary here, and I'm telling you, this convicts me when I think of this and when I read this. Notice in verse 16, now as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea. Notice this phrase, for they were fishers. It just makes sense. 
Now, I'm, I'm going to get deep, okay? It just makes sense for a fisherman to go fishing. I know, it's deep. It just makes sense for a fisherman to cast his net into the sea. It just makes sense. Friend, can I tell you that as a Christian, as a disciple, as a fisher of men, it just makes sense to tell others about Jesus Christ. It is natural. It is normal for the Christian to go and tell others about Jesus Christ, just as it is normal for men who make their living by fishing to go fishing. I know it's a, it's a very elementary concept, but so many of us, we think it's an unnatural thing to go out and tell people about Jesus Christ. But folks, as Christians, as Bible believers, as soul winners, it just makes sense. If you and I are disciples of Jesus Christ, it just makes sense to tell others about Jesus Christ. So we see here the action required, the area covered, and the accustomed task. I want to give you this story here and we'll be done. I thank you so much for joining us today. Story here. Once a man got ready for ready to go fishing, he assembled everything you need to be a good fisherman. He bought poles and nets and bait and a boat. He got very well prepared and he knew how to fish, but he never caught anything. Not one fish, not one, not ever. And you know why he never caught a fish? Because he never really got out of the boat. He never got onto the boat. He never left the dock. And he never went fishing. He prepared. He had the knowledge. He bought the right tools. But he never actually got into the boat and left the dock and went fishing. Now, how many of us, we come to church, we sit under preaching, we hear we need to be soul winners, we're told the gospel, we leave, we go to our homes, we go to our workplaces. We have all the knowledge we need, everything that we need to catch fish, everything that we need to win souls we have, but we just never go fishing. Friend, if you never go fishing, you'll never catch a fish. If you never go soul winning, you'll never win a soul. And folks, the day and age in which we live, it gives us credence to the, to the belief that Jesus is coming soon. And those that are not saved will spend an eternity in a devil's hell. We all need to make the decision today that if we're disciples of Jesus Christ, we will win souls to Jesus Christ. Or at least we will do our best and do our part to go and leave the results up to him. I pray that today you will make that decision. I pray that these few lessons here, looking at these verses and the men of Jesus Christ have have been a blessing to you. And I look forward as we continue here in the book of Mark when we're together next time. Pray that you have a good rest of your day and a good weekend. We hope that we'll see you here at church on Sunday or wherever you attend church. We hope that you'll be there. Have a great day. 